Hello, welcome to the Firestarters podcast, where we discuss what lights the fire of UND Chi Alpha Ministries. My name is Parker, I'm your host of this podcast and a member of UND Chi Alpha. In this episode, we will be discussing what is large group, the worship and sermons of our weekly church services here on campus. Today, I'm joined by one of Kai's lead pastors, my mentor and personal friend, David Kaysen. David, it's great for you to be here. I'm glad to be here, man. Thanks for having me. David, can you just tell us briefly who you are and how long you've been with Kai Alpha? Yeah, so I've been with Kai Alpha for 12 years now. I've been a pastor for the last eight years of that. Uh, I was a student here at UND. Uh, I have a wife and kids at home. Uh, I love volleyball. I've been playing since I was really young, and so I'm really passionate about that. And pretty much anything, I love being outside and, and hanging out. And uh, yeah, I love, I love Jesus and love what I get to do with my life. So yeah, that's pretty much me. So David, can you tell us in your own words, what is large group? Why is it important to Chi Alpha here? Yeah, so large group service, uh, we, we have a, our large group every single week on Tuesday nights in the union. Uh, basically, just think about it like a, like a church service. It's just a time for us to come together. And the point of coming together on you know, think about a normal Sunday, people coming together. The, the goal of it is that people will be coming together to get to worship God together, to learn together, but most importantly, to really connect with one another. Uh, there's, you know, all these people that you wouldn't have a chance to connect with, that, and it's important for us to be a part of something bigger than ourselves. You know, we can't live life with every single person. Let's say you're in a church of 200 people. How could you possibly live your everyday life with that many people? And yet we need to, to be reminded all the time that we're a part of something bigger. And, and the church is so much bigger than just maybe a small group. We talked about small groups last week, I know. But we need, we need small groups so we can learn to belong and to, to, to feel seen in those situations. We need large groups to remember that we're part of the, the overall church on the earth. Yeah, exactly. Small groups is just one aspect of Chi Alpha that we really try to dive deep into. But if you pair that with the large group service, then it feels like you're part of something bigger than just yeah. a small group of men or women, yeah. that there's something bigger and, and larger to be a part of, right? Yeah, exactly. We need to, we need to be reminded that, we, that our world is so much bigger than us. And I, I think that that's such a key thing to be united. You know, there's all these different small groups of people on our campus, but we need a time to come together and be reminded of our, you know, what God's doing on a larger scale at UND, what God's doing on a larger scale in our community, and be reminded of what God wants to do on a larger scale across the earth. Yeah, exactly. And the community here at UND, the, the Chi Alpha we have here, is, is such a great, great group of people. I've thoroughly enjoyed getting to know and just do life together with, with, these group of, uh, with this group of people. And yeah. you being a part of that, I've, I've loved every minute of it, man. Yeah, me too. It's, it's, a, great, it's a great time. It's a great time. So, David, if I were new to Chi Alpha, what does a typical large group service look like? Yeah, so if, you, if you're familiar with coming to something like a church service on Sunday, you might recognize some things. We, we come together, uh, the service would start, There's you know we do some announcements just so people know what's going on because we believe that communication is really important. Uh, so we try to communicate what's going on, how do people can, can keep being a part of that. Then after that, we go into a time we, we pray for some place around the world together because we want to be reminded of what God's doing across the earth, not just uh, here in Grand Forks. Uh, we take some time and we, we worship through song together. We sing together. And uh, the goal of that really learning, you know, the Bible talks a lot about just praising God with our voices and our song. And there's something that happens when we, when we sing to God. We, you know, you think about like a love song to your significant other. There's a significance to that and this connection that comes with that. And it's, it's something like that. We're singing love songs to God, being reminded of how we love and care about him and how much he cares about us. 
And so we do that. Uh, after that, the, one of our pastors would give a uh, sermon. So again, if, you, if you're familiar with church, it's just a time to come and listen, uh, read the Word of God together, uh, learn about God. And, and the overall goal is uh, all together as a community, we get to hear the same message, get to, get to learn together, grow together in this one moment every week. And it's a consistent moment for us to come together and, and do that versus just in small, you know, you can learn a lot on your own. But we all need to find a place to belong and to feel connected and to have community to belong to. And both, the, like we talked about before, the, the small group fulfills a certain need in that and the large group fulfills a different need in that of being able to believe and belong in different situations. Right. So would you kind of call that the purpose of large group, that it connects to the small group, but also that you're a part of a larger community of believers? Yeah, it, it helps it, the, the small group, again, yeah, is meeting those individuals. There's no way I can sit down and talk to 200 people every week and really get to know personally their lives. So the small group really fulfills that goal of, of deep, intimate connection. But we do need to, like, there's just something about being a part of a larger community and, and to be unified. You know, th- these are all people that are a part of our community. If, if they were never to see each other, they might feel like almost separate little churches when really we're, we're one church together. We're one community. And without the the time to come together and really connect, it would feel like we're just separate churches with separate visions and separate ideas going different directions. And it's really a time for us to come together and realize we're all on the same path with the same uh, desire and the same vision together. So with that in mind, what might be some topics that are talked about during large group services? Yeah, as you can bet, I mean, we have people coming from every different walk of life with every different kind of needs. Some people have been going to church their entire lives. Some people have never been to church before have never read the Bible. Uh, I would say that the, the goal of, of church in general is really to equip people that want to grow with God. And so, yes, we, we want to help the new person who's never been to church understand those things. And we see small group really being a great place for them to be discipled, which basically just means for us to, to teach them how to walk with Jesus and, and learn the Bible uh, and, and learn about God through the Bible. Um, but really the, the large group is really just for all of us to feel equipped together. So we, we do kind of meet both of those needs, both the new person who's never been to a church, but also the person who's been going their whole life. Uh, we really think that, yes, you can know informationally something to be true. You might know that you need to forgive people, but these are, these are things that you never need to stop going over in your life. You might have heard about forgiveness your entire life and yet not do it. And so there's never going to be a point in your life as a Christian or as any person that you, you need to stop forgiving people. So, yes, you might hear that it's something you might have heard this before, heard this, this Bible passage talked about or whatever else, but we need to be reminded constantly. So, so we see really, we, we try and hit the, um, we, just, we, we usually do go over some similar topics every year. You know, you might hear about forgiveness. You might hear about um, how God wants to reach people who don't know him. We might, you might hear about, um, God's love for, for people. But then every year, um, we're also going through things of like, where, where is God taking our group? Where are we going collectively? How can we instill what God is doing into this, this group? And I think that what's unique about UND or about Chi Alpha or about campus ministries is that you have students that are graduating every four years. And so we're trying to figure out how do we help the person coming through Chi Alpha uh, get the most important things out of their four years with us. We, we know that they're only going to have a few years of their life that we can't get over, you know, through everything. People have said the Bible their entire lives and not gotten through all of it. So we need to pick the most important things for everyone to come out of Chi Alpha understanding. And so that's what we try and do. Yeah, David, you made some really, really good points there. And just thinking about it, um, the sermons that you guys preach are, they're, they're always amazing and really inspiring. And 
I remember my first few weeks here on campus when I got plugged in with Chi Alpha. Those sermons were exactly what I needed to hear, and yeah. I just felt that moment of peace and calm wash over me. Just that moment with Jesus, it was, it was exactly what I needed uh, with all the, the busy changes as a new student. And you guys do a, a really, really good job of preparing those sermons and you know, pair that with some of the small group stuff that we talk about. It's, it's a really awesome and dynamic one-two combo that we have going on. I like and, that, yeah. Right? And, and an interesting question to pair with that is some people are, are just more afraid of attending a larger yeah. group service compared to going to the small group services. Uh, from my own personal experience, I can say that they both pair extremely well together. Yeah. It's everybody's different. Yeah. For me, it, it comes across easily, and for others, it might not so. Why do you think that is, and is there a way that we could maybe help break that idea that large group is so scary? I think there's two different things at work here, right? We think about a small group, and why would somebody not want to? I think because I think it goes both ways. I think there there are people that would rather come to a large group than they would rather go to a small group. And there are people that would rather go to a small group and rather not go to a large group. And I think the question is why. Yeah. I think I have an answer, hopefully, to both of those things. Uh, but for the small group, I think that people that don't want to come to a small group is they, they don't want they, – they, they, they long to be seen. They long to be vulnerable and be real, but they're afraid of it. And so people that – you know, the smaller the group, the harder it is to hide. And so I found that people that would have a hard time going to a small group consistently – are people that are they, they don't want to be fake, but they don't and, and, they, and they don't want to be seen. They don't want people to know what's going on in their life. They don't want they want to be real with people, and so they would rather stay in a large community where they can hide a little bit. Uh, you see this, I think, a lot. There, there's two different sides of this. Either people can, um, and I'll explain that maybe the danger of both of these things. Why why we need both these things? But um, if you go to only a small group and you never go to a large group. So, or like, or, or to go to a church. You know, yep. people that say like they, you know, like, yeah, I'm a Christian, but I don't really go to church. Um, what do you, what do you miss out on? Well, if you miss out on being a part of a church, you, I would say you lack accountability. You, you, you lack the, the vision of an overall community. You lack the accountability to a larger, to, to the body of Christ as a whole. Uh, and so, that's a, I've seen a lot of people that would like say, yeah, I'm a Christian, but they kind of are like a rogue Christian. And I don't, I don't believe in Lone Ranger Christianity. Yeah. Uh, it's, it doesn't work that way. We're meant to live in community with one another. Um, and so we desperately need that. On the other side, you have people that will only come to church and can easily, they, they, they hide, they, you know, they pretend like everything's fine in their life every single week. They come to church every week. Everything's great. Rainbows and butterflies. It's awesome. Uh, but you find that they, they never actually, they, they live their life hiding because everyone's broken. Everyone's hurting. We all need to be known and to let like, people see the brokenness in our life so we can heal. Yes. It's a huge part of our journey. And what happens is that people can spend their whole life in church and never find healing because they're unwilling to be fully known. Yeah. And that's the need of the small group. So you see those kind of two dynamics playing out. And so uh, the person that in the large group, they can hide there. So they, they, but again, like, but there's also people that get anxious in large groups. They don't want to be around so many people. It scares them. They feel like they might get rejected by, you know, people have all experienced that moment of being in a large room with a ton of people and feeling totally alone, right? Yeah, yeah. Terrible feeling. So for people that have experienced that, they would rather you know, face less rejection in a smaller room maybe or feel like they belong more than being a part of a large room. And I, I would encourage those people, um, our, our goal and our aim is to, for you to be welcome. We, we hope that when you come that you feel like you're a part of it. Yes, you might not talk to every single person in Chi Alpha, 
but we hope that you can find your place. We hope that you can feel a part of it. We hope that you can engage with people that you've not talked to on a regular basis. And the cool thing about the body of Christ too, the need for the large group, is that's an opportunity for us to minister to one another. Uh, we don't, you know, I'm, there's people that I see that I've, I almost, I've never talked to these people, and yet maybe God would lead me to go and talk to that person, to love on that person. He would tell me something, you know, we, we believe that God still speaks today, and he might share something that I need to share with that person that he wants to tell them. And it's a beautiful opportunity for me to be connected with this person that I've never really talked to before and yet get to be a part of their journey with Jesus. And so that's why we need the large groups. We need to be a part of something where um, multiple different people from different walks of life can minister to one another. And maybe it's just for a moment, but it's a beautiful moment shared together. So a little behind the scenes now of the large group services, how does that work? What actually goes into planning the services and planning the music, setting up and tearing down? Because this is a bit of an operation since we don't have a home church here. Our home church is Kai, but wherever Kai is located amongst the union this week, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that the blessing, you know, we we wanted to make our services available to as many people as possible. And the way to do that was to keep it on campus. But like you said, there's, there aren't any church buildings on campus for me to go and host our service at, right? Especially yes. not as many people that we, as we have in our, in our group. And so the union makes a lot of sense to be there. It's, it's a great place. People congregate there. Uh, and so in doing that, though, like you said, it does require a lot of teardown setup, whole production, stuff like that. And so we do have organized who's in charge of what things, who's going to be bringing these certain things, how are we going to set these things up. We have it all planned out. Uh, I'll, I'll say one thing I, I hope that we can always try and avoid, we, we do try and avoid, is that this is not some concert. This is a, a moment with Jesus. Yes. But we do need to put work into it and make it, like our goal in, in setting things up and getting things ready, for preparation, all those kind of things, is not so that we create some perfect thing, but we want to eliminate, we want to eliminate things that would hinder people from, from experiencing God genuinely. You know, we don't want for the, you know, we, we have the, the worship team comes and they practice. They don't do that to be perfect. They do that to avoid messing up every other second and keeping people, you know, frustrated, you know, like annoyed and like not being able to connect with God. So we're trying to make ourselves invisible so that God can be best seen through what's happening. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a really good point. So then how about like sermon planning and what does the team do for weekly services and what's what's the goal kind of look like with that? Yeah. Like I said earlier, there's a lot of different needs in the room. And so the, the, the struggle for the pastor is, is what, what is the room, what, what does God want to do tonight? And what do people need in the room? And so a lot of it comes down to, it's a lot of prayer and like, God, what are you doing? Who, who do you want to touch and how do you want to touch them? Who are the people, you know, how can I, what, what do you want me to say? Right. And so that's a, that's a big part of that. Uh, we spend a lot of time praying even before the school year even starts of God, what are the things that you want to be talking about with students this year? And so there's times that usually before the semester starts, we've already kind of had our planning and, and prayer time together of like um, God directing us on things that he wants to, you know, either uh, a group of things he wants to talk about, maybe a couple of weeks on the same topic. Uh, we kind of line that up before the year even starts. Um, it, it's not without prayer, but it's just like we, we in advance are praying into what God's doing coming up in the next year and then at the right time kind of stepping into that. And so, uh, and then once we've decided, okay, like let's say, you know, I'm going to preach this next Tuesday. Well, you know, a month in advance, I'm probably praying and thinking about, okay, God, what do you, what exactly do you want me to say about this topic? Maybe I have a topic I'm going on now, but what exactly are you going to say? And that might be God leading me to a specific uh, Bible text that he wants me to, to go through. And um, I mean, obviously we're, we're always going to go through the Bible, uh, but he's going to lead me to specific text, specific things, my own personal experience that he wants me to share about. 
I believe in being very vulnerable in sermon, you know, in preaching and letting people know this is this is real. The the Bible actually affects my life, and I hope it affects yours too. And so it's a lot of preparation that way, but it's not for the point of me trying to put on a show for somebody or make a good point. It's about Jesus. How can you best communicate with that person that needs to hear what you're trying to say to them right now? Yes, exactly. And there's been a few times as well where Josiah's just been brutally honest with us, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to go off script here, and are you guys okay with that? I'm, I'm feeling something else, yeah. and God's laid this on my heart, and I'm just going to go with it. Yeah, that is definitely the struggle of the, uh, you know, I know people have sometimes a high view of pastors, but we're just human beings. And, we, you know, we, 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 we eat poop and, and sleep like the rest of you. And so, like, we're, but we're imperfect, and we, we need to, the reality is that we don't know, we're, we're on this journey together, and sometimes that looks like, you know, yes, we've prayed in this. Yes, we've thought about this. But all of a sudden in the moment, the Lord's like, actually, this is what I was doing this whole time and takes it on a little detour. And you're like, okay, like, you know, we, we like the rest of you, like everyone else are just like, we're just trying to moment by moment walk our life with Jesus. And that looks a little bit different moment to moment, doesn't it? Where things don't always go exactly as we plan them, but it's beautiful when God's in it. Yes, exactly. No, for sure. You need to uh, trademark that and slap that on a T-shirt and give that <laughs> to Josiah before you leave. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Now we're going to turn to some text here. So if you have your Bibles, you can open up to Hebrews 10, 24 through 25, which states, And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. So David, why is this in verse important to Chi Alpha, and how, how do we try to apply this? And really pushing each other to attend these services or even the small groups. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I think it really fits into both what we talked about last week with small groups as well as what we do uh, with large groups. We, we need to learn to meet together in both of these capacities. We all have a need to belong in both capacities. And so whether you're the person that's struggling to meet together on a small scale to be known in, the, in a small group setting, or you're the person that's afraid of being a part of a large community, um, we need both. We need to, to belong, and God wants us to belong in, in both of those ways. And I think both of them help us to understand how we function. Uh, the Bible talks a lot about the, like the body of Christ. We each have like a different role. I'm like a maybe I'm a hand. You're a, you're a foot. Whatever it is, we all. Have it. But each part is crucial to the functioning of, of the church. And without you being there, without and ideally it's the whole world really without. Each individual person being a part of that, we are missing out on the fullness of what God wants for us. And so your presence at small group, your presence at large group, not only are you being encouraged, but you're encouraging others too. You have a crucial role to play in the building up of people around you. And so we need you. It, it, what it comes down to is like the body of Christ needs you to be at both of these things. And without you, we're less complete. Well, David, it was awesome having you on. Thanks for joining us. Do you have any final thoughts about large group or any final advice for maybe the newer Christian or, or somebody else? Yeah, I, I'd say that I, I spent a lot of my life in church, um, but I was never really a part of it. And I think that it's one thing to come to something once a week, but it's another thing to be, to be really like a part of all that. And I'll, I'll say there is a place for you here. There's a place for you with us at Chi Alpha. There's a place for you with us in our small groups. There's a place for you to belong, to believe, to grow, to develop, to become who, who God's created you to be. And uh, I hope that you can find not just a, a place to go to, quote-unquote, church, but a place to be a part of the church, a place to be a part of a family. 
uh, I really have, I've come to know Chi Alpha as yes, a family, no, not so just true. as a place I go Such to church. Such a good point. And I hope that's the same experience for you. Yes, exactly. We at Chi Alpha, we're definitely a family, and we're always looking to add on to that family. So don't be afraid to to talk to somebody, go to small group, go to large group if you hear us over at the Union. If you see somebody wearing a Chi merch or just you know reading their Bible, go out and talk to them. Be be social, right? Take that next step and, and just don't be afraid, right? Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> David, it was great for you to be here. I'm so glad you got to come on and and talk to us a little bit about Large Group. Thanks for being here. Oh, I'm so glad to be here, man. Thanks for having me. Love you, man. Love you, too. This has been the Firestarters Podcast. God bless. God bless.